Each and every week, I talk to very interesting people. And the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Listens. Well, folks, this is the time of the show where I like to go out across the world and find someone who's making a difference, someone who I like to talk to and hopefully you like to listen to. We have a return visitor. He's been on the show plenty of times in the past. I love having him on. He's even written the foreword in my book, The Seven Baby Steps, Mr. Tom Hegna. Now, Tom is a best-selling author. He's written two best-selling books. My favorite one is Don't Worry, Retire Happy. He's also... Uh, he has a public broadcasting special that's been on before, videos all over the internet, Don't Worry, Retire Happy, Seven Steps to Retirement Security. Tom, welcome in. Hey, Coach. Good to be with you. Now, you're joining us from uh, Arizona, I think, right? That's correct. Yeah. I'm in the Phoenix area right now. Phoenix is a great place. Yeah. I love going to Phoenix and Scottsdale, the area right there. And let's talk about the money world. Now, I saw... You're, you're, you're all over the internet a lot of times. I see you on LinkedIn, and, and you talked about, I saw a, a post you made on LinkedIn about Monte Carlo simulations. Do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, actually, it wasn't my post. It was Michael Kitsis, who, you know, he works with the CFPs, and he works with the RIA world, you know, the investing world. Right. And he's kind of an advocate for Monte Carlo simulations. And I just commented that I'm not an advocate for Monte Carlo simulations. <laughs> uh, and so we got we just kind of went back and forth on that a little bit. I joined the argument already in progress. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, here's my problem. Like Monte Carlo simulations are for people who don't necessarily believe in using annuities or other products. And they think they can do better with an investment portfolio, like a diversified portfolio. The problem is they don't use the right age in many of these Monte Carlo simulations. I'd say 99% of the advisors use age 90. Well, age 90 is going to fail 63% of the time because 33% of men, 43% of women, and 63% of married couples will have somebody live beyond age 90. And so all I'm saying is if you're going to run a Monte Carlo simulation, you need to use age 100 or age 105. And if they do that, almost every one of those portfolios will fail. And yeah. that's just that's just the way it is. Now, let's explain what the what the idea behind a Monte Carlo simulation is for the listener. Yeah. So what they do is they, they would take a portfolio, let's say it's 60 percent stock, 40 percent bonds. And let's say you're going to withdraw four percent or something in retirement. And then they'd run 10,000 simulations. If the market's up, if the market's down, if interest rates are up, if interest rates are down, if you got low inflation, high inflation and all these combinations would be like 10 or 20,000 combinations. And then at the end, it'll say uh, there's a 83 percent chance your money will last you to age 90. <laughs> well, there'd be almost a 0% chance that it would last to age 100 or 105. And that's kind of my point right. that when people, and, and all I told Michael is I said, Michael, if, if, if there was a 10% failure rate, you would not get on an airline if it had a 10% failure rate. If 10% of all their flights crashed, you're not going to get on that airline, you know? And, and I don't think somebody should put their retirement that has a 10% chance of totally running out of money by an age that they're almost certainly going to live past. So, I, I just don't believe in Monte Carlo simulations. Why do that when you can have guaranteed income to at least cover your basic living expenses, and then you can invest however you want beyond that? Yeah, it's, a, it's about the perfect combination. And you're right, man. I, I tell you, I would get on any plane if it had a two percent failure rate, <laughs> because it's a two out of two out of a hundred crashing. And so yeah, well, we they, don't want two out of a hundred plans crashing either. 
Right. And 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 I also got a kick out of it. He said, uh, Tom, they're not failure rates. They're adjustment rates. <laughs> he said like an, a pilot, when he takes off, he doesn't just set in one destination and it goes straight there. He has to make adjustments as he flies. Well, that's kind of funny because every one of these Monte Carlo simulations says failure rate. I've never seen one that says adjustment rate. Maybe you have. I've never seen one that says adjustment rate. So if you're running out of money, yeah, you're going to have to adjust and lower your spending and live a crappy lifestyle. Uh, I guess that's the adjustment that he wants. I would rather make adjustments to the upside, say, oh, I got too much money. I can go spend out more now. And I, I just I just found the whole post to be very uh you know, interesting. And I'm not afraid to chime in. Don't you love it when people redefine the definition that's not redefinable? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, the Monte Carlos say failure. Every one of them says that your chance of failure. And yes. then he says, no, that's your chance of adjustment. Oh, yeah. good grief. Adjusting to life with no money. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what you come back and tell them. <laughs> right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But you know, I mean, let's just be, be careful. And, and no one should ever have all their eggs in one basket. And that's what this Monte Carlos simulations that I've seen people do. A lot of brokers do it. It's when they're trying to get more of your money to put in there. Here, look, you'll be fine as long as this, this, and that happen. And then they forget to tell you, like you pointed out, that the, the simulation runs to age 90. And I don't know about you, Tom, but I want to live past age 90. And I want my plans to live to age 121 and to retire and beyond, we call it. Well, and we saw during COVID how fast they got these vaccines done. Well, guess what? They're going to come up with a cure for Alzheimer's. They're going to come up with a cure for diabetes, for cancer, for lung disease, heart disease. They're going to cure these things over the next 10 or 15 years. And people are going to live longer, whether they want to or not, they are going to live longer. And and also markets at all-time record highs. We pumped in all this funny money and people who are thinking the next 10 years are going to have the same returns as the last 10 years are going to be very disappointed. Yeah, There are many, many very smart people out there say over the next 10 years, the market could very well be zero or negative because we could have some really big downturns and the Monte Carlo simulations don't always plan for that type of thing. So I, I just think it's it's a fool's errand to try to use a Monte Carlo simulation to retire when you don't have to right. just cover your basic living expenses with guaranteed lifetime income and then invest after that. We call that the core. So get your core plan yeah. established where your where your lifetime income is taken care of. Then you can gamble if you'd like in the Monte Carlos type world. You gamble with money you don't need to survive with. Right. And, you know, I even posted something positive about Bitcoin a couple months ago. And somebody <laughs> thought my Facebook site got hacked. They said, oh, heck no, we never talk about Bitcoin. He said, it was about guarantees. And I said, no, because I have most of my money guaranteed, it allows me to take a little bit of risk if I want to. And I, I, all I ever said was put 1%. I put 1% of my portfolio into Bitcoin and it turned out to be a great, great call. And I, I've even posted that I think 1% is less risky than 0%. So, you know, I'm not against investments. I'm just saying do it wisely. And this Monte Carlo stuff, I think, is for the birds. Well, it's a whole lot easier to take risk when you have your guarantees in place on the other side. I mean, that's, that makes it so much easier. And that's what we always talk about when we talk about the core and explore. Get your core plan established first, not second. And then take risk with leftover money, because then when the market starts bouncing around like it does, you won't be enticed to sell at the low and buy at the high. You buy when you want, and you sell when you want. You don't sell because you have to. And that's the most important right. thing in the money world. Now, let's talk about lifetime income, though, and because even to this day, 
with so many success stories out there of people having lifetime income and guaranteed lifetime income with annuities, people still have that bad connotation of annuities in their mind. And sometimes when I ask people, I say, where are you getting this from? Well, Susie Orman once said she didn't like annuities. Well, then when she's been pressed, she said she didn't like variable annuities and she was fine with fixed annuities. So when they hear these things, maybe Dave Ramsey said he doesn't like annuities. Well, Dave, Dave doesn't know all the annuities that are out there. Neither do I. I mean, there's so many different annuities out there, but when you find ones that fit, it is a perfect fit for some people. Yeah, and to anybody who says they don't like annuities, I say put your money where your mouth is. Cancel your Social Security checks then (laughs) because Social Security is a lifetime income annuity. Cancel your pension because a pension is a lifetime income annuity. So it's ridiculous when people say they don't like annuities. They love their Social Security. They love their pension. And the people who have annuities love their income from their annuities as well. And so anybody who talks bad about annuities doesn't understand them. Uh, You know, I, I I read all these white papers, hundreds of white papers from PhDs all over the world. I can't find a single PhD who studied uh, retirement that says annuities are bad. They, in fact, Dr. Michael Finkus says there's no like zero debate among economists and PhDs about if you should have an annuity. The, the debate is what type of annuity and when. So there's no question you you should have an annuity in your portfolio. The real question is what type and when should you start? And that's you know that's that's a better discussion than saying annuities are bad. That's ridiculous. Well, starting and that's like starting a game of basketball with one hand tied behind your back if you can't utilize annuities for what the purpose they are supposed to be used for, and yeah. that's to make, take a lot of the worry out of planning for retirement. Folks, we're talking to Tom Hegner. He's the author of the book Don't Worry, Retire Happy. He's also been on PBS with a video special called Don't Worry, Retire Happy: Seven Steps to Retirement Security. Tom, we we talked about. In that little battle you had on LinkedIn with uh, Mike Mike Kitsis, and he was talking about you're an annuity salesman. And Tom, you don't sell annuities. <laughs> I don't sell annuities. I don't sell any financial products. I own 11 annuities, okay? If they were dumb products, if they were stupid products, I would own zero of them. I don't sell them, but I but I own them. I believe in them. And uh, and I'm entering retirement now myself, and I'm going to I'm gonna live what I've talked about. I'm going to not worry, and I'm going to retire happy. Don't worry, retire happy. <laughs> Practice what you preach. Well, it, right. but it's, it's just fun. I mean, really, when you look at it, the money world is fun when you're not tying all your net worth to one particular asset class. And that's what I see way too many times when people say, well, I lost all my money in, in cyber currency or cryptocurrency. They had all their money there. I lost all my money in the stock market. I lost all my money in CDs at the bank because I can't get a hold of them and I'm not making any interest or I'm losing buying power. Tom, it's, a, it's about a combination of the financial products and strategies that are out there, not all your eggs in one basket. I mean, how many times do we have to say this? It's exactly. It's not stocks or annuities. It's annuities and stocks and managed money and, you know, real estate. I own real estate. I own dividend paying stocks. I own a little bit of Bitcoin, but I've made sure that my base, my foundation is covered with guaranteed lifetime income. And then I got life insurance to go to the kids so that my wife and I can spend all of our money. See, if people realize if they just would spend all their money, they they, they have plenty of money for retirement, <laughs> but they're trying to save this money, I guess, to leave to kids. Don't do that. Buy a policy for pennies on the dollar to go to your kids and then spend your money. We call that a spend and leave plan. So once you get yeah. that taken care of, then like you, you got your kids and your whatever you wanted to have taken care of when you die, then you can take care of yourself and live a life instead of yep. waiting to die. And that's what a lot of people are doing. Like you're saying, they're, they're more waiting to, to not be here than enjoying while they are here. 
Yeah, and you know, I I I play golf almost every day now, and I, I won my club championship last year. I'm the oldest club champion in course history, <laughs> and it was because I got to practice my chipping, my putting. I worked on my game, I worked on my driver, I worked on everything, and and it all gelled in that one magical weekend. And and for me, that's a big lifetime event in my whole life. And but I'm able to do it now because I've got this income coming in. I don't have to worry if the market's down or if, what interest rates are doing or who's in the White House. It doesn't matter. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have a fun retirement. Well, congratulations on your championship, by the way. Yeah. And let me ask you this one final question about your golf bag. Did you have one club in there, or did you have a selection of clubs? I had a whole bunch of clubs. I have 14 clubs in my bag, and I used every one of them. You know, I don't use my driver out of the sand wedge <laughs> or out of the sand trap, and I don't use my sand wedge to tee off. And and too many people are just think, oh, the stock portfolio will do everything. No, it won't. It won't. And annuities won't do everything, and life insurance won't do everything. But it's a combination, and that's why I think it's so important, Coach, that they work with people like you and. And financial professionals, because I don't think it's a do-it-yourself project. I don't do it myself. I have a financial advisor, and and because I, it, when it comes time to buy a product, how do I search two thousand different products and find the best one for me? I need a financial professional to help me. So to put it in your terms, a financial caddy can help you pick the right club for retirement. How's that? Absolutely. Right. So, folks, his name is Tom Hegna. The book is "Don't Worry, Retire Happy." I've got about five of them here. So uh, if you call during the show today, we'll draw five names out of all the callers and. and and we'll get some lucky winners to get this book. But you can see Tom Hegna online. You can buy his book right now. He's got, uh, you have paychecks and playchecks, retirement, uh, retirement security for life, right? Retirement solutions for solutions life. Yeah, for that life. was my first one. Yeah, Really good book as well. And so these are all books that, or these are all information sources that you can use to make sure to put together that perfect retirement for yourself. Tom, we thank you again for your attendance and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, thanks coach. It's always fun, my brother.